Did you know that kinky wellness is integral to your self-development? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness, the ultimate destination to explore the integral connection between kinky wellness and your personal development. I'm your host and kinky wellness coach, Dana Shergill, and I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. Don't forget to join me each Monday as I bring on a special guest to dive into specific aspects of kinky wellness. So let's strip away the shame and taboo together and have an open conversation about it. Hey, and welcome back. Is it me or is it that time of year again when everybody starts to go, wow, is it the end of January already? And if you're feeling that, I'm definitely resonating with you right now because, you know, as many of you know, Ray and I did our second show of the Beyond the Bedroom, a kinky wellness workshop and seminar. And I can't believe the events are actually already over because when it comes to Ray, I, although I feel like we haven't technically known each other a very long time, we just click. And so far we have created the kinky wellness summit and we've done two in-person shows and we've done two podcasts. So yeah, I'm very excited to see what the future brings for Ray and I, and thank you to everyone who joined. Both events were filled with education, laughs and connections. And for those of you who are attending the kinky wellness summit, I cannot wait for you to experience this workshop because Ray's class is nothing like your high school education lecture. Ray does a tremendous job at taking a topic like pleasure anatomy and making the content vibrant and upbeat and detailed without actually allowing any context to go over your head. Trust me, this isn't your typical narrow or boring sex ed class. So I'm very excited to share that with you. Now, in regards to the event, another big highlight for me that I just want to mention is all the positive feedback that we received from our discussion circle. So what you may or may not know about the Beyond the Bedroom event is that it held a pleasure anatomy workshop, right, with Ray, and I was there to speak on the truths and benefits of kinky wellness. And then at the end, we also had space where people who attended the event could give their input and voice and opinions to certain questions that Ray and I asked. So within the circle, we would ask questions that were centered around pleasure and sex and BDSM and kink. And it was a tremendous success, in my opinion. I really, truly felt like there was people there that were allowed to just be their authentic self and to ask these type of questions that maybe they were too hesitant to ask previously. And so that was a really big positive feedback because this was a portion of the day where a lot of people said that they got a lot of excitement from it. And I believe these discussions cultivate what we're looking for at the Partition Home of Kinky Wellness, which is an aspect of community. And with the Beyond the Bedroom event, it proved once again that if people feel safe enough to share their pains, their struggles or confusions, um, any hesitance that they had before, then they will. If they feel safe enough, they will. Because we all want someone to listen to us when we're experiencing pains and struggles or we have confusion because being alone in any one of these categories is scary. You know, if you don't know what to do, that can be scary. If it hurts, that's scary. If, you know, you don't know what the next move is, that's scary. These are all things that can be scary. 
And when it comes to our kinky wellness and being scared to ask certain things, we need to remember that topics only stay taboo if we don't talk about them. So we need to shatter this by inviting these conversations because at the end of the day, we all have questions and we all have thoughts and we all have concerns surrounding kinky wellness and our sexual wellness in general. So I don't really mind saying this. If you are part of an institute or a wellness establishment that wants to host an event that will deliver the sexual wellness and education all adults need, then don't be shy to shoot me an email. But honestly, these circles wouldn't happen without the people attending and participating and allowing themselves to be vulnerable. So I'm incredibly grateful and thankful for everyone who did participate in those conversations. You make things like this possible. And before we get into the next bit of this, I do want to give a quick shout out to Stag Shop on Queen Street West in Toronto for hosting us. I hope to be there again very soon. But for today, I want to talk to you about what it feels like when you decide to change. When you make that decision to change, get ready to feel uncomfortable because at its core, change is uncomfortable and our body doesn't like to be uncomfortable right? We know this. It likes the familiar. And when it comes to someone who maybe was raised in an abusive home, that can be quite dangerous because if you're not aware, your body will subconsciously move towards situations that are also abusive. Because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, our body wants the feeling of familiarity over the feeling of the unknown. So even when we make a good decision for ourselves, which may include leaving an abusive situation, right? Or maybe it includes taking a leap of faith. The feeling of the unknown will cause extreme discomfort. But you need to find ways with how you can sit in the feeling of discomfort, right? And a part of this might be to allow yourself to experience little discomforts in bite-sized pieces, right? Which will allow you to handle larger forms of discomfort out there in the real world, right? So this is how kinky wellness can help you. But ultimately, when you are telling the brain, even though this is uncomfortable, this is how it's going to be now, and you keep reinforcing and you're aware and you keep pushing down on the change that you're making, ultimately, what you're doing is you're breaking a habit that has been formed in your brain. So for example, making the decision to quit smoking. It's still a good decision, but will still be quite uncomfortable. And I believe that I've mentioned this example before, because honestly, my own journey of quitting smoking has been challenging, but how the journey of changing started to where it has ended me up is completely different, right? So when I first committed to following through on the decision of quitting, I had to have actual tactile actions in front of me, right? Like I needed concrete thoughts and I needed to be reminded of this all the time. And that's what helped me become more unstoppable, I guess you could say, when it came to quitting this habit. And and the, one of the reasons why it was so difficult to change is because sometimes changing involves letting go of pieces of yourself that actually helped you get this far, right? So for instance, quitting smoking was a habit that I had picked up when I really was using it during some tough times. And it did help me, right? Cannabis helped me through those things. But after some time, 
I realized that I didn't need it as much as I used to. But I think at this point, you know, because I had smoked it habitually for so long, I did develop this habit for it or this habit of wanting it in my daily routine, which meant even when I moved beyond the things that I was originally using cannabis for, I created a seriously tough habit to break. And breaking this habit wasn't just uncomfortable. You know, it's painful. Because in order to truly break this habit, I had to mourn the death of a version of me who did smoke every day. But honestly, other than her smoking habit, she was pretty cool. You know, I saw all the ways that she had helped me get to where I am now. And, you know, it does bring you pain when you have to let go of older selves. But at the end of the day, I know and you know, you are making a better choice. And when you let go of the parts of you that no longer serve you, you too will know that you made a better choice for yourself. Now, Dr. Joe DePesna had a really good quote that explained the feeling of change and death, which is one of the reasons why change is so uncomfortable is because personal change requires a neurological, biological, hormonal, and even genetic death of the old self to embrace the new self. This is just part of the process. Now, real quick, for those of you who don't know who Joe DePesna is, don't worry. I didn't really know about him either until just recently. So next week, I'm going to be doing a follow-up study because as I went into a little bit more about Joe DePesna, I learned that he studies a branch of biology called epigenics. And I do not know what epigenics is entirely, but one of the definitions is that it is a branch of biology that studies changes in gene expression or cellular phenotypes without changing the underlying DNA sequence. Now, I'm not going to go into it too much right now, but I am excited to study this because it does seem to come across some similarities with good and bad frequencies and that kind of research. So yeah, stay tuned for next week. But Anyways, for this episode, I really want to hit home that although it's clear most people do choose the path of least resistance, understand that choosing the easy life all the time doesn't mean it will equal out to a life of ease. If someone continues a habit that gives them pleasure in the short term, but maybe there's problems in the long term, then that person will just end up with problems. And choosing to commit to being a better version of yourself takes time. And you're going to fumble from time to time, and you might even slip back into bad habits from time to time too. But as long as you keep getting up and trying again, then it's okay. It will continue to get easier for you if you just keep practicing. But I get it. At first, it's hard. So the first thing you need to do when making a decision to change something about your habits for better is to give yourself patience, empathy, and love. As long as you remember to try as many times as it takes until you have achieved what you were originally aspiring for, then you will eventually reach that point. And when you have successfully acquired that change and do the thing you wanted to do or broken the bad habit that you wanted to break or stand up for yourself in the situation where you felt small, you'll see that you made it through, which will encourage you to take on the next big thing. And before you know it, the things that were difficult to change have become an automated response. And you can use the example of driving a car for this one. 
When you're first learning to drive a car and you're hyper-focused on everything that's happening around you, but now after practice and practice and driving from here to there over and over again, driving has become an automated response too for you. And I've heard of stories of people who can't even remember their drive to work. And this is because their subconscious is driving. You know, when we get so good at something all the time because of all the practice, it can sink into your subconscious, which is why it's important to identify behaviors that you're doing and assess if you need to change them. Because not all things that we're doing are good for us. And when it comes to our kinky sexual health and wellness, most people leave this area to autopilot. So I actually feel like it's more like waking people up to the thought that we can control our sexual health, wellness, exploration, and healing. And the more we're able to talk about kinky wellness, the more we will be able to spread conversations on how it needs to be taken seriously as a form of health. And the number one thing to help that conversation get out there faster is the removal of censorship. Now, I know I spoke on this before and truthfully, I'm going to talk about it. And again, in the future, I'm sure, because Honestly, last week, the platform that I use for payments deemed my BDSM and kink educational e-learning as adult content. So even though that I fought against it and I thought that they were just going to let it go, they actually banned my company from using their account. And, you know, I know there's restrictions through Instagram and Facebook, and I am aware of those. But, you know, for example, when I got my link tree, which is like, you know, you click on it and there's all these links, they took that away from me after a few days. But then I sent them an email explaining who I am and explained what the e-learning is. And they gave me back access to my link tree. So with this portal payment thing, I thought it would be the same thing. But no, uh, yeah, the company banned me. So yeah, still a bit of a shock that I even experienced my first censorship event in the first place. And the reason why I say this is because, yeah, whatever, if you get shadow banned or they take away your account on Instagram, whatever, we know this, but to experience it in the form of like, that's how you get back your value or that's, you know, they can take away your form of revenue. Yeah, it sucks. So yeah, as of right now, we are switching over to PayPal. So yeah, that's why this... Uh, episodes coming out a little later. But on Monday, we're going to be joined by Master Joshua again to talk about the importance of body mapping. Joshua will be going through what it is and the best practices to do body mapping and all that jazz. So I'm very excited to have him back on the show. But yes, as for my weekend, I know I will be having another packed weekend as I will be speaking at the Valentine's in Niagara event, as well as vendoring them and being the kink host on Saturday evening. So I'm very excited about that because of course, I love spreading the truth and benefits of kinky wellness, but also I like connecting and just hearing how kinky wellness has helped others on their sexual journey of exploration and healing. So yeah, wait for that next week is I'll also give you some highlights and fill you in on that. Also exciting news. I will be starting a YouTube channel. I already have it listed under the partition home of kinky wellness, but as of right now, you can only find my podcast audios there and don't mind if some of them are multiple. <laughs> my, I'm not sure why they're uploading like that, but in the next few weeks, I will be adding an educational video 
that is focused all around sex furniture, which of course I partnered with FF Fun Furniture earlier this month. So yeah, make sure you stay tuned for that. And if you want to show your support, go follow me on YouTube and give me, you know, five out of five stars. <laughs> if you gained any value from this, any support truly helps. But that is what I have for today regarding some recaps of this month and catching everybody up with what's going on and how we need to overcome our pain of change, right? Even the change that we don't want to experience, we still have to go through that pain. So think about if there's any changes that you have put off doing because of the pain and let me know your thoughts. But yeah, I hope you have a good weekend. I will speak with you next week. You guys know what to do. As always, stay kinky.